0: Welcome to the second episode of ask get this girl a job on this edition of the podcast Rosanna and I will be answering a few questions from our listeners We'll be giving Alita's two-minute tips to you And then we'll finish with talking about our 25th hour lifestyles over the past two weeks Our first question comes from Emily from the University of Iowa and Emily asks how important is the presentation slash layout of your resume versus the content? Um,
1: So this is an awesome question. You have lots of answers and experience (laughs) with this. I'll let you go. Yeah I think it really depends on the kind of job that you're applying for. Um, So for some of the jobs that I've been applying for like marketing jobs, it's a little bit more important to make sure, like, it's aesthetically pleasing um, versus, like, I don't know, data analysis internships. Um, But at the end of the day, I think that it doesn't matter how pretty your resume looks if they can't, like, easily get the information that they need from it. And, like, you don't have the content to back it up.
0: Yeah, there's kind of always a trade-off, right? So if you want to go a little bit more creative, you might not have as much space, but it could make certain things that you want to quantify on your resume stand out more. Um, or you just keep a nice structured style, and which is, which is what I have for my, my physics jobs and things like that. Um, and uh, you just go through and name the action item and make it very clear from the top. As long as you're keeping the most important things first, Um, then you really can't go wrong with style. It's just all about personality.
1: Yeah. And at the end of the day, your resume is just a sheet of paper. So how pretty it looks, like, is, you know, when a recruiter is going through it in the 30, 40 seconds that they allot to read through it. And sometimes it's just a computer looking at it. um, Is it going to be the deal breaker? Should you spend... 30-40 hours preparing the most perfect logo for your um, Initials or whatever like maybe not
0: Yeah That that about summarizes it, I think
1: All right, and then our second question comes from Arushi uh, who goes to the University of Chicago and she asks What do I do if I have big dreams, but my GPA just isn't where I want it?
0: Ooh, Yeah, Um, I think we've all been there before yeah. So I think it's important to know that it's about it, it depends on the type of job you want. Right. But no matter if you're trying to you know, go to grad school or you know, work in the industry or something, the approach is still kind of the same. You still apply to as much as possible and you try to get your um, get recognized for other things that you do. And that's also a time to make a personal connection to someone, either at the the school you want to go to, or the place you want to work, and say, "Look, this is what I can do outside the context of classes." Um, you know that does not reflect my capabilities.
1: Yeah, definitely, I'd say the same. You just jump in. I, I don't think for too many people, um, their first job, their first whatever, right out of college, is their dream position, their dream grad school, their dream, anything, because at the end of the day, you're just starting your career. Um, So being honest with yourself and giving yourself time to grow and learn, like you don't have to be absolutely perfect to chase those big dreams, even if the big dreams happen two, four, six years down the line, you just got to keep going.
2: I'm Alita Miranda-Wolf, and I graduated from UChicago in 2014. I studied English, Law Letters and Society, and Romance Languages. I'm currently the Director of Platform at Hyde Park Angels, where I manage investors, partners, brand, and portfolio companies. I'm also a career coach outside of my career in venture capital. Alita, how would you
1: recommend someone use their extracurriculars in the job search process?
2: The whole secret to the job search process is telling a story about yourself that shows that you would be a valuable addition to a team and really bring something to the table that would elevate what they're doing. So if you're looking for an opportunity, you want to break down what are the values of that company that matter and what are the competencies that you would need to do the job well. And basically you want to build a story around your extracurricular activity that shows that you have both. So if you're interviewing in a company where they say really explicitly that they value teamwork and togetherness, and they also are looking for someone in a role who can manage a lot of different types of stakeholders, what you would do is say, when I was leading my varsity track team, what I was able to do is really build a sense of togetherness around this particular action or activity before a meet. And then you would say it was the discipline and it was the openness and the authenticity that really was... A part of how I could communicate to different people, whether it was my peers on the team, the coaches, the parents, etc. So I could manage all of these different stakeholders while still maintaining a strong sense of community, teamwork, and togetherness.
1: Huge thanks to Alita for sharing her two-minute tip. Um, tune in next time for her next one. <laughs> so now we're going to share our... 25th hour lifestyle moments from the past couple weeks. Um, Katie what was yours?
0: So I've been on spring break so I've been kind of all over the place but the week before um we left for spring break I had two midterms back to back 15 minutes apart from each other so I spent a lot of time studying old dead Russian dudes and then trying to learn statistical mechanics and my brain was very split but I use that as a way of like taking breaks from one subject and then studying the other and um I think I was happy because I didn't let things my anxiety get the best of me um, in that situation where it easily could have um I just powered through with a lot of coffee and breaks with um breaks with my friends so um yeah and ended up one of my midterms were uh, was postponed until after spring break so now I'm kind of repeating that process but um it definitely felt good to feel like i could have taken either of them and been prepared.
1: that's awesome oh i love that that's a good week um yeah so mine was um i also am on spring break and i have really honestly been living my 25th hour lifestyle asleep um because it was a very long and uh Difficult quarter, especially finishing up through finals Um, and I decided that what I needed to be most productive and kick butt going into the next quarter um, was to take a few days off and so I have been hanging out with my mom and my brothers um, and eating and cooking and sleeping You know Just the regular stuff trying to get through the day (laughs) I love that. I love that. It's good. All right.
0: Well, I think that's a perfect way to wrap up this episode. And thank you for listening so much.
1: Thank you to um, Emily and Arushi for sharing their questions. If you want your question to be featured or if you had a 25th hour lifestyle moment this week, we would love to hear them. Uh, Please drop all of them in the link in the description below. Um, You can even leave us a voicemail if you wanna be uh, featured like voice message and all. Um, In addition, we would love it if you guys could rate and subscribe to the podcast. Um, you can do it both on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Um, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, and at my blog, Um Thanks for listening.
0: Bye guys.